And we are live at five, whatever time it is. <laughs> whatever <laughs> other time it is. Six slash eight. <laughs> Welcome to the Piranha Pond live oh. at six slash eight central time. I am your illustrious host, Kingfish Mac. Joined as usual by the piranhas in the pond. To the left of me, always the best of me today. I'm gonna give it up to the shine in the pond up top. My girl bringing the bling bling. Hey, it's Nick Mo. What's up with you, babe? What's up, baby? Just oh, finished school for the semester. Ooh, that's hey. what I'm talking about. Hey. Congratulations. Hey. Rest that brain. Like they coming through like I wanted them to. Yeah. That's that brain. Indeed. And and down below, you guys know who it is. My brother from another mother, Mr. Franklin Nunn Flyer. What's happening with your baby what boy? Up? What up, people? I am all types of chilling, man. Excited. I got a Super Bowl to go to this weekend. We playing with a Rams play. Shout out to the hat. Again. Indeed. And the team. One time, you know what I'm saying? My boy team made it to the Super Bowl. Young Trey, uh, SoFi Stadium bound. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Big going after that ring right now. You know what I'm saying? I tell us about the other today. It was a beautiful motherfucking start to his uh, Hall of Fame career. And a beautiful start it is. And uh shout out to my boy, Mr. Nick Nass. I don't know where you are, brother, but uh I hope you would uh would hope that you would pop up on us. One time, just to say hi. One time, one time, one time, one time only. Um, before we get started today, um, of course, with a very heavy heart, uh, shout out, send a shout out to my boy, Mr. Raymond Andre OG Taco. Ah, man, this is rough. Um, those of you guys who follow the pond know us, know us personally, know, probably already know by now that my boy Taco transitioned last night, um, went on to a better place. Uh, just wanted to send a shout out, acknowledge my big bro, you know, raised me from a pup, and uh. Love me all the way to the last day, man. Love you, boy. Shout out to my boy, Todd. Well, Piranhas, what have we today? I think that um, in light of and because of uh, that particular heartbreaking scenario, it kind of brings a, <clears throat> a question in mind for me, um, you know, I don't make no bones about the fact, you know, that I'm not a young pup no more. That, you know, most of my active, my activer days, more active days are behind me. Um, I'm really just trying to find a, a cool and comfortable place to, you know, kind of ride this shit out. One of the things that always lives in the mind of a guy that, um, came up the way that we came up is having 
you know, that life follow you all the way into old age by still being active in the streets or having, you know, fucking misinterpret misinterpretations or fucking street politics, you know, stepping into your life and shit. You know, when you're done with that shit and um, just kind of catching you, uh, catching, catching you when you're thinking that you're done with all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and invariably, it seems like when you think about these kind of stories, and there's lots of these stories and shit, right? And my neighborhood, neighborhoods all across America, um, you know, where we're young, black, and you know, and 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 at risk. What seems to be the narrative is that cats get older, and if you still relatable and relate it to the streets that you know you sometimes get a target on your back that a motherfucker a younger motherfucker will think that they can get some stripes by knocking you down or that it could come to that you know just you know out of an ordinary conversation that might get heated you know what i'm saying i guess from my experience and, and coming from my my you know, my family background, like <clears throat> if you, you four or five years older than me, you my elder, and I'm basically not even talking shit, right? Like I'll talk a little shit. I'll give you a little resistance, but you know, I'm not going to be having a drag drag out argument. I'm sure not putting my hands on you, right? That's just never going to happen. You're going to take it, right? Yeah, but nowadays I think that these, a lot of these younger younger guys Part of their, uh, you know, part of their clout, for lack of a better word, is the idea that I don't give a fuck about this OG nigga, what you did or what roles you paved mm-hmm. or, you know, how you flew this motherfucking banner and made shit possible for me. I don't give a fuck about that nigga. I'll fuck you up or better yet, I'll take your fucking life. Um, where we at on that? Y'all talk to me, Karanis. I mean, I thought the model would live to fight another day. I mean, the streets ain't the streets no more. And, and for a couple of reasons, the streets, that are, the streets not taking care of their own no more. So I, the people that, I mean, I want to say this right, but, you know, there's a couple of people who should have been dealt with out here, and y'all ain't dealing with them, but y'all deal with Johnny down the street who all you did was got into an argument with, but the dude who beat up your fucking sister raped your aunt don't understand yeah. it i i'm a firm believer in the heart of the street dead and the fact that these niggas don't have it they they scared to fight you know scared to get beat up you rather die than get beat up nigga. like that's crazy <laughs> like that's crazy nigga. ain't it i i don't even understand where the mix-up went, but it makes absolutely... I mean, I have my ideas, but it makes no sense like at all. You kill a nigga if you have to. Fight I mean, a nigga all day. Neighborhoods all like, day. And I want to say, like, y'all, you know, y'all y'all grew up in Inglewood, and Frank, you um, always say it wrong. Pomona. Pomona, yeah. P-O-L-L. Like, for all intents and purposes, like, accredited hoods and stuff like that. Y'all fucking paved the way for these niggas we walk in the streets now doing what they do 
But see, that's just Dang. it, though. A lot of motherfuckers that we fuck with aren't like us, A and B. The people who are being raised now aren't being raised by men. But I'm not going to say all of them. But a lot of them are being raised by women who don't know how to fight, who all they got for protection is the hood or a gun, you know? And they're such cowards or it's just such a natural fear of other men because they're not used to being around them. To where, nigga, if I do something to me that I don't want done, so I'm gonna kill you instead of fighting him again and showing him he ain't finna do nothing to you that you don't want done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to my sis Tingo. Hey Tingo, I love you, Tingo. Hit me after the show. But yeah, I, I just believe that these niggas don't have no heart. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to call them cowards. I just don't think they don't know. I don't think they were taught any better. That. It's yeah, like they're trying to prove they got heart the wrong way. Right, right. But that ain't heart, though. That's that's basically nah. fear. <laughs> that's basic fear. That's fear. That's not heart. Absolutely. Like I said, if, if you would rather die than fight a nigga or kill a motherfucker than fight a nigga, it's something wrong with you. It was, uh, or you just haven't been raised right. I mean, the idea was not to to take the light, but it was about the respect. But even in that fact, even in that fact, if there's no heart, you can handle respect. They don't have no sense of care. They don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? They don't know nothing to respect because, again, it's, it's a lack of dudes raising their kids. You know what I'm saying? And when you get raised by women, the respect factor comes different, especially if you have no uncles or your uncles is on some buster shit or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? But those are shit. That's the type of shit that I'm glad my kid plays sports. I'm glad, you know, what I'm saying my kids are in public school. I'm glad I'm in their life because that's the type of shit that only a man can teach them. A parent you don't have to be scared of another man like that at all. You got to protect yourself at all times. You know that the, the, the level of the game that you're playing in ain't leveled yeah, in their favor right. because you're willing to fight and they're trying to shoot. So you got to keep one on you. So I'm going to make sure my son know how to shoot. I'm going to make sure all this shit is legal and secure and he know what to do with it. I mean, we have enough at the same time, us out. We don't need each other taking us out. Right. But at the same time, he's going to respect life. Right. I put my light in. Yeah, I think that um, there came a time when I was young, coming up in the streets, you know, you had to dump them. You had to, you know, take some bloody nose and some black eyes and shit along the way. I had to. I'm... And, and <clears throat> you know, the adults used to make you go fight and shit, right? They may, couldn't come in talking about somebody chase your ass inside or some shit. Your mama was going to go back outside with you, you know what I'm saying, and make sure you fought and fought again, right? And if well, you no didn't fight, you was going to fight her. So who you more scared of, this nigga out here, this little nigga? Or my ass. And I'm twice. Yeah, time. you got to so, see me every day. <laughs> um, I think that at some point, um, we kind of lost that, right? We lost that whole semblance. And I come from 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 the era, you know, of the pistol play when the pistol play became popular and shit, right? I'm from the drive-by era, and all that shit, right? But what I'm saying is, all of us that, you know, even uh, adopted those tactics or whatever and shit, right? As some fuck shit in the life that we was living. We always, 
You didn't get to get in the car to go on the mission if you wasn't beating motherfuckers' asses, fighting niggas all through the fucking hood, right? Any nigga said anything, right? Call me a bitch if you want to, Buster, Mark, any of that shit. We get that right here in front of everybody. And whoop my ass, you got to show me that. You know what I'm saying? And in showing me that, you ain't going to be able to show me that, right? Because I ain't never going to be no motherfucking Buster. We're going to get out. But I think what happened is that we came to a, a point in the raising of our young men, our black boys, where they became, we, they became coddled. Right. So it was like my boy can't do nothing wrong. Right. On both sides of the parenthood, we began to parent out of guilt as opposed to parenting out of structure and responsibility. So you have, you know, young parents trying to be friends with their young, young kids and shit, you know, especially when you're talking about, you know, a kid, a set of parents that had a child at 15 and 16. Now they're 28. And they kid is 13, banging the hood, because that's all that the kid has ever known is being coddled by the hood. You know, that's little such and such. You got a gang name and you still got diapers, but your diapers is red rag and blue rag diapers. You know what I'm saying? And so what ends up happening is you don't never get an opportunity to stand on your own except for in those instances on social shit where you're hanging with your homeboys and you got to prove yourself not to be a punk, right? So a nigga ain't just going to get, if you get socked in the eye and you don't do nothing, then you can't hang no more. If you get socked in the eye and you fight a motherfucker, then you get to come back tomorrow and shit, right? right? But what about the nigga that's socking niggas in the eye? That's the nigga that we need to be talking about, right? Because our kids, it's almost like they grew up not being the first one to take off right mm -hmm. and as you start to go even further down the rabbit hole with that okay i can't fight but i ain't a bitch so i'm gonna get an equalizer right and as long as there's so many equalizers around this motherfucker i ain't even gotta fucking work out i don't do no sports i don't play basketball football run jump lift nothing skinny as fuck legs as little as a motherfucker smoke weed all day eat noodles and fruit loops and play video saying? games Play video games and learn how to shoot this 50 glide. Because that's my no practice though. Just know it work. Just know it works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get you get to figure out how this motherfucker bite the first time you get that case. Because you're getting the case, right? We ain't okay. talking about niggas that's gonna plan out, you know. You feel what I'm saying? We're talking right. about niggas that's operating on sheer emotion. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Right. And that 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 never was us. That never was us. Like again, like like how Frank was saying. If it came time to where you had to lay the hammer on a motherfucker, that was your last resort. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that was part of the conversation. Nigga, don't make me, don't make me do you, nigga. Right. <laughs> I don't want to do you, right. but I will, nigga. I'll lay so your like, ass But that's after, after you done beat the nigga up, after, after the nigga won't stop fucking with you. Right. Nigga, you need to back off me, homie. I done beat you up three times. Somebody get this nigga before I get this to get this nigga. Now, right. But you already did your shit though. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays they go straight to the that. Right. You on the basketball, right. y'all get into it. First thing you do is pull another iron. Right. Go to the bag, nigga. <laughs> right. I mean, no but like I said, it's fear. It's more fear than anything. Right. It's more fear than anything because they can't fight. They ain't, who are they fighting? Nigga, they fighting on 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 cyber fighting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, man. It was fair, so. 
Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying, nigga? This ain't Mortal Kombat. And since can't none of the motherfuckers do none of that, they hide behind steel, and that's ridiculous. Uh, you know what else is ridiculous, man? Like, I believe that outside of sports, it should be somewhere little niggas can go to get that off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot of niggas with nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's a lot need to be fixed. Well, again, I think, you know, you got one one side of the problem is, you know, um, I mean, you know, we was a generation who grew up with a different set of standards than the generation before us. Um, and they criticized us. You know what I'm saying? And I guess we get to do the same thing. Um, I think that their criticism for us was that we we brought the murder game. You know what I'm saying? You know, we brought that lay down everybody on the block shit. And then these niggas, they took the murder game, the willingness to knock a motherfucker back, and they don't attach no empathy. See, back in the days, you know, you got to hit a nigga, you're going to lose some sleep, wake up sweating in the middle of the night, all that kind of shit is going on. It might end up turning your full self in and all the shit. We had a little conscious about ourselves. These niggas, they believe that that is part of the clout. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I profess to be, you know, a rough, tough, and grumble motherfucker. And I'm skinny as fuck. And any nigga that's standing in my way, I'll knock you down with this motherfucking equalizer. But, okay, that's a given. We'll take that as a given. And we'll say that the next generation is different than us to the point of criticism from us. But it's them, right? The thing that... What's up, Jenny Bud? thing that um is really sticking in my fucking craw right now is the idea that a nigga can get through 60 years of that bullshit and make it to the other side and be cool and at that stage of the game like where's our reverence for our ogs for our veterans right in every other Every other genre of society, including the fucking American armed forces, you put in work for a particular fucking banner, you get to the okay. end of your motherfucking tour, you always got that. You ain't never got to worry about if a motherfucker says something funny to your ass and you got that motherfucking hoo badge on your motherfucking back of your car. It's some other fucking young hoo nigga that'll fuck that nigga up on the right spot. Up. You feel what right I'm saying? Up. But it seems like in 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 our culture gang culture you know this is the only way where you, you you can't get old and and be a legend you know what i'm saying the only way that you just be a legend and be safe is you if you become a bullshit ass celebrity you know what i'm saying and you even that ain't gonna say you feel what i'm saying because like i say you know if you still got one foot in the streets and shit, right you're mm-hmm. still always at risk that some young nigga don't think of you like you would think of you as a young nigga. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like me at 20 could not envision getting them up with me at 56. Be like, go ahead, man. Come on, OG, man. Right, quit playing with me, man. Come on, man. But it ain't never gonna be on no disrespect, and I'm certainly not gonna fuck the nigga up, and I'm sure not gonna kill a nigga. But like I said, that shit is like a fucking trophy nowadays and shit, right? Motherfucker, even if you, you know, you get washed and, you know, you fucking go up north and shit or whatever and shit for the rest of it. 
then you still wear that badge that you the nigga that you know mm-hmm. killed k-mac or whatever the fuck. you know what i'm saying yeah, you whatever come and whatever comes <laughs> with that because it's gonna be some come with that oh yeah it's gonna be some come with that. you know what i'm saying if i wasn't just on some all the way fuck shit, oh somebody gonna holler at you about that it be a nigga 80 that you don't see it coming don't even know. Peel my peel hitter. You don't even know. Look, some you old man? nigga with a fucking cane talking about I love that young nigga K Mac. Peel mafia hitter. Don't even know. You know I what I'm saying? I mean, I guess don't even know. Loyalty is a lost art. No, it's not. That's mine. That's me. Well, well, I mean, in the reference of what we talking about, yeah. But I'm raising mine. I'm raising mine with that set, and that's the thing. That is the thing, man. I'm gonna try my damnedest to make mine a little me. Not all the bad things about me, but all the wonderful things. Right. Because he gonna develop his own situation. But I know I'm a good dude, and I hope he is too. I'm sure he will be, because he might do. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like as in with all the Max sons, man. Them niggas ain't no buses, but they ain't no troublemakers. You know, Frank, that is you know what in there and present. You know. But we yeah, that's what I'm saying. We raised ours different. Right. And that 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 goes loose right back to my first uh statement, man. We this it was, and not to say that women can't raise me because there's a lot of beautiful women doing a beautiful job raising families by themselves. But male presences constantly are needed, not just any male presence. Well, male know, presences that actually give is. a fuck about them, not well, just you and your pussy, but the actual fucking kids, right. uncles, older cousins, motherfuckers got to right. get back into their families. You right. know what I'm saying? Because these kids are going all the way left. And that's gonna be bad for the future of us. And I do believe that. You know, it's nothing wrong with you know a woman, you know, raising young boys or a man. But okay. yes, but yes, some type of male presence is required, regardless if it's an older brother, or uncle, somebody you yo yo your boy you cool with, you know, just somebody just to you know give them the game. Okay. <laughs> I guess now it's mandatory actually because if they, if it isn't then the hood will and right, although right, you right. know you gain a certain set of rules of what was used to i don't know about it now but you know back in the day then you had to respect the pecking on your ogs you your ogs because we you don't somebody. you know what i'm saying it was no disrespect and if it was disrespect it would be taken care of in-house no problem you know what i'm saying uh and that's what's lost. They ain't being taught that no more. I don't niggas is just sucking niggas out on and letting them go. Do what they do, I guess. I don't know how that works nowadays. Niggas <laughs> probably get put on online. I don't know how that works. But <laughs> oh, it was wow. way different. Saying we were kids. I, I, they gotta get better, man. The community was different though. Yeah. Just, that, wasn't that's... scared to fuck with niggas, man. Everybody was outside every day in the, the rain. Time. If we can get if your parents let you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas got to get out of the house, man. Get back into your folks. That's just going to be there when you get in the house, nigga. You got all weekend and, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, get back into your neighborhoods. Man. Get back into your people. Like, because we losing out here. Right. Like, against them and ourselves. And that's ridiculous. Even at a terrible rate. Getting off all the wisdom. Nigga, all the knowledge, nigga. That way you go get it from. I think that's uh, you'll get <clears throat> what's good about um, youth athletics and shit, because they not only get the kids involved, boys and girls, but also the parents. 
you know, right. cool way for you to bond with your kid, maintain that <clears throat> level of respect that they somehow seem to lose right about 11 ish. And you right. also begin to like develop 30. that. You also, <laughs> in, in, in this way, you also begin to develop that good camaraderie. Right. Right. Yeah, you get right. to understand conflict. You get, it's a lot of shit that come with playing organized sports as a youth that is good. You know, real good. Like, I, I really, I'm, I want to get dig into the whole, I want to start with uh, youth football, but I want to put me a, a situation together for that because I think it's really important what these fathers, these coaches do as fathers because they sacrifice time for their family or bring their families with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the coach, the kid, the coach, the coach that coached my kids, Tim, his son played and his wife was like the team mother. They all in it together. You know what I'm saying? His pops is a co, uh, the coach's pops is a, uh, uh, not a co-host, uh, assistant coach. Um, you know what I'm saying? In the family. Right. That way, the camaraderie showed, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and man, that support is important. Mm-hmm. Youth sports Absolutely. is a wonderful thing. Most definitely. Like you don't have a lot of the, uh, especially in the neighborhoods, man, you got a lot of brothers, man, that are really trying to help these kids. Because they know the situation in terms of not having fathers around and all that. And, uh, you know, like my kids' team, they feed these cats fucking, you know. Like I just I think it's a good thing. There was a, a high school in Shreveport. And, and this was recently. And it was bad. Like, every day, like, the kids, like, the, the kids, the boys were fighting really, 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 really bad. And a couple of fathers, they started going up every day. And then more fathers start coming, more fathers start coming, more fathers start coming. So they called them. I forgot what they called them. So I'm trying to research that. But they all, but however they do it. It's like 100 not, black dads or something Yeah, like that. But, but however they do it, like, some, you know, however they do it in shifts or whatnot, some of them are there every day. And it's made the difference. They said that the, yeah. the boys ain't fighting no more. You know, they're talking to them, they mentoring them and stuff like that. So they yeah. it completely turned the school around. But again, it was the men realizing that it needed to happen and dedicating the time. It was like, we're going to turn out, we're going to turn out black boys around. We're going to turn out youth around because it was it's black boys. So they they went and they, they single-handedly cleaned up the school. They still need to make, they need to make a movie, a documentary, that shit. They need to right. be putting that shit on the news. Yeah, sure. And that's some real spill. Because we need to know that. We as <laughs> black men, fathers, need to know that. You know what I'm saying? You can't be scared to walk in and take control. You motherfuckers are the heads of your household. Go do that if necessary. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't not care about your kids, friends. You can't not care about the neighborhood kids. These same neighborhood kids as kids is going to grow up to be bad little motherfuckers. So it's, in essence, it is your job to look out for them kids. Right. And the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you like something, it. Frank. Um, as as a forty year old, you know, come came through your experiences that you came through, and you want to communicate to a twenty year old, right, who is just at the peak of his developing his gangster image, shit, right? So he's really shits. What kind of what kind of conversation do you think that 
that you can have with that kind of cat that is going to steer him away from going to pop that first motherfucker up. Money. I would try to get his mind off of right bullshit and try to get him to see a bigger, brighter, better future. All you got to do is say, nigga, what you do? And you know what you could do with this? You know what I'm saying? And, and try to put him on a better path. Get him off. Put his mind in a different direction. I'm not going to try to force this nigga in sports at 20 hours to do none of that shit. Nigga, you out here hustling. Worry about the dough. Let this bullshit go. Because you're a man, you're going to have a son one day. You know what I'm saying? You got a whole neighborhood. You love your moms, your sisters, your brothers and shit, right? Nigga, make right. a way for him. You got all the access, nigga. You a little low-key dope man. You know what I'm saying? Like, make that shit work for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit here and go against the grain. Why? You know what I'm saying? Ain't none of them niggas going to do nothing for you. If all the shit go down, nigga, you probably had the same niggas you was going to school with help you. But all these new niggas that you trying to fuck around and impress ain't going to do shit for you, man. You ain't got to do None of that. Live for yourself, nigga. Get the bread. Fuck that. Build an empire. Buy somebody to do that shit for you. Allegedly. Yeah, I, I think that you, I think you're right. I think that the only thing that moves the conversation with a young nigga trying to come into his own is some bread, right? Put a nigga in a position that is different than what his yesterday was making his, his tomorrow a little bit brighter than his yesterday and 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 him actually being able to see that it's only because of the shit that you're telling him that shit is going to change because without that you know you just you just got a nigga with a reputation of what he used to do in this young nigga's mind telling me that i don't get my chance like nigga, you did all that shit, nigga. Fuck you mean? You know why? Why does why I got, why I'm supposed to fucking lay my shit down? All of a sudden, because you got old and soft. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that the only thing that you can do is really just show a motherfucker a better way by how you living. You know what I'm saying? And what your daily looks like, and give a motherfucker a solid opportunity to make a real cho- choice as to. Whether or not you want to be ducking bullets in the police and all the other fuck shit that come along with that, or if you want to ride this train and shit, man, and build a future for yourself and the motherfuckers that's going to have your name after you, right? That's right, ain't you now? Each one can see, each one can report, right? You're supposed to do, though. That's why we accumulate all this knowledge and experience so we can give it to these little niggas so they don't have, they can do and experience other shit. We don't have to experience all the bad shit that we experience because we did this shit. You ain't got to do this shit. Right. I think I think what Mama Nell says, you know, me, I'm you know, I'm the big bad man, so I'm always thinking about shit from a boy's point of view, and I think that everything that what me and Frank just said was coming from surely from a man's perspective, but I think that you guys, especially Mama Nell, are right when you say that um, young men need to know that someone care about someone cares about them, like. You know that there's some empathy some love some affection some you can count on me you can come to me with your problems type of shit because realistically speaking we don't have that we're not allowed that you know once you get off the porch and you get in them streets the only cats that you can talk to is your guys and it's a certain way that you got to talk to them like <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't 
You can't right. but you can't push up to the park with the homies, roll a blunt, and talk about you feel inadequate. <laughs> like, what is that? Right. right. <laughs> like, I'm just feeling so anxious right now. I I don't know. I hey, don't... like my question said. <laughs> Like my question on Facebook, have you ever felt not so fresh, nigga? You can't just say <laughs> What you said? What you said, Keith? I'm feeling I'm feeling inequity right now. That was hilarious. So you know that's you know, guys are young black men, once you come off the porch, you don't really have an opportunity to be expressive emotionally and to um receive um, you know, your emotion or to have your emotions received, you know, as valid, right? There's always some stigma that comes along with, I mean, we teach ourselves that shit, like nigga, we're working with feelings. <laughs> One of the biggest things we say to each other and shit, keep a nigga on point, right? You know, but I think that feelings count. I'm learning, I'm learning that feelings count, right? I didn't think that shit eight months ago, but I mean, it do. I mean, you know, we live, we learn, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. But I, I, I want to say this though, my situation was a little different because I did have it, and I still got that in my uncle. So oh, yeah, my uncle Ron is my uncle Brian is my man, fifty grand. So I come with that to that nigga with any and all to everything. You know what I'm saying? So, but I've always, but the niggas was always around though. That has always been my one. So anytime I was feeling any type of way, uh, you know, whatever, man, that was my nigga. It still is to this day, my nigga. That's that's my my ace. So, you know, I, my situation was a little different in that in that fact. You know, what I'm saying although I was raised by my grandfather, my father wasn't around, but I was raised by my grandfather and a bunch of dope ass homies. So, nigga, good. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm the exact same way. My grandfather and a bunch of dope ass uncles and you know, a couple of good uh, step pops. You know. Mama, well, baby, daddies, whatever you want to call these niggas. However that go, showed, right. They showed up. They showed out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They showed up. They was in the niggas' life, providing, you know, whatever little uh, foundational shit that they, you know, would allow themselves as being a man. Because, you know, you know how we are, man. You fool with a chicken. She got a, she got a, a son. You know, the first thing is you, you waiting for this little dude to, no matter how many ice cream trucks, you take this nigga to you waiting for the day for the nigga to tell you you ain't my daddy <laughs> right right if we make it that long that's exactly what he gonna say one day don't say it one day right? and you're gonna be like you damn right nigga now you tell me who your daddy is then <laughs> let's, let's figure that out so we can get that out the way then you know what i'm saying yeah so you know i had i was lucky because you know the cats that you know showed up in my mom's life you know uh after after i was born you know these these were some good dudes you know what i'm saying and, you know they left some good <laughs> they left some good fingerprints <laughs> you know, it was a different era too though bro men took care yeah. of business back then though the, right, but right. the 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 era before us was about the grind, and I don't mean selling no dope and doing no motherfucking bullshit. They so go out there and work you fourteen hours a day and support two whole different households if that's what the fuck they had to do. Goddamn right. <laughs> niggas God was right. about the grind. So yeah, I guess it's partially off. I mean, those of us who are in it to win it is doing our shit, but it's a lot of us that just dropped out to do some other shit. So it's partially off. 
No, I'm about giving them hard labor. I want to see them carry concrete sacks on their back. <laughs> Yo, kid. Yes, sir. Hey, if if you had to raise yourself by yourself, that nigga maybe he could probably be the strongest little nigga rap. I need, I need you bricklaying, carrying concrete sacks on your back, being oh, yeah. your pole. Jack all trade. I want you to be hurt. But all that comes, but again, as in with me, all that comes with having dope ass uncle. Because <laughs> I can do just about all that. Fucking with yeah, my dope ass uncle. You know what I'm saying? When I hear a man talk, when I hear a man talk about he can't get a, get a job, I'll be like, you can't carry a concrete sack on your back. You got back pride. I, I used to be uh for, for 20 years, I was the guy who took pride in saying that you know I can fix probably everything, but I don't. Shit, uh, call the man, right? <laughs> but in these last four or five, me and Frank been under cars. <laughs> we had shit up. We had shit up on makeshift jacks. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I'm dropping you off at the kill everybody, right? We've been, we, we didn't done call all, me after, all kind call of me to come pick you up after 15 hours of hard labor work. Man, and, and that's because my uncles were those niggas, man. Like, they you. didn't start paying for labor until they got old enough to be like, man, fuck this. I'm for the cost of what you're doing. Right. <laughs> so that's what I do. I get up there and fix that shit. If I don't know, I ask. If I can't do it, then I'll pay. But I'm going to shoot my motherfucking shot because why not? Nigga? How else am I going to learn this shit? Or how else am I going to teach this shit? Or, you know what I'm saying? I've never been a lazy dude like that. You know what I mean? I'd rather do it and learn it and know it. Well, I ain't got to pay nobody to do shit. Call me cheap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would, I would prefer to pay for it, pay to get it done, expertly, and be able to talk shit, than to save the money, and 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 then it fuck up, and then I can't blame nobody but myself. So, right. If I got right. the bread, I'm gonna pay the people. I'm gonna pay the expert to come do it. Right. But if if either I don't got the bread, or if I, you know, because I'm petty as shit, right? So I, there have been times where I will just get on some shit like. This motherfucker think I can't, and I just go do the shit and don't say. I nothing. want you to be able to shingle your own roof one shingle at a time. <laughs> I can do that. No, literally, really, I can do that. <laughs> that I can do. I want. You I can build a house. Tell you the truth. Like here today, about to pass out. You just want a cup of water. Want a nigga up on the roof with a a bucket of hot tar and a roll of ninety pounds. I believe in hard She's trying to hoist my nigga up some lemonade. They get a sandwich. Right. Like you don't even got to get out. Don't even come down. I got you. Okay. Like you're so stomach nauseous because you've been in the sun all day. The stomach. <laughs> you don't talk for your stomach. Larry. That type of hard labor. Yeah, good oh. luck with that. Especially nowadays. I was on. I was on the roof probably right, right when I could walk. Right. That's what I'm saying. My dope ass uncles, man. Summer. I work. He was fine. I, I worked my way through a high school good. summer fucking with them dudes that was fresh after that. Mm-hmm. Like my dope ass uncle. Oh, I label. Oh. But I believe it really as men need to get back into our communities, man. Even if they ain't yours, yeah. Treat them like they are, especially yep. if you treat and yours with some type of love. If you don't, they the far fuck from with mine. <laughs> even if they not yours. Right. right, especially if you treat yours with some love, nigga. If you don't, just stay the fuck away from mine because I don't want to keep that ugly shit over there. You know what I'm saying? But if you with the tribe, nigga, 
and you care about these kids, like you care about your kids, man, you some right on some righteous shit, man. That's what you need to be on. Your fucking neighborhood needs us, nigga. Needs us. That's for real. And everybody always needs right something built. You are absolutely right about that, my brother. Well, we got 40 minutes in on a uh, somber Tuesday. I'm surprised that we uh, even made the pond at all. Almost light didn't make it. I'm glad yeah. we did, though. Got to get it off a little bit. Indeed, indeed. Um, I guess we can go on and close out. Uh, send a shout out to my boy Nick Nass. Don't know where you at. You better show up like Waldo on the back of a box or something. Right quick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me run you down, boy. (laughs) Pop up like that toast you was talking about the other day, nigga. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I want to send a shout out to everybody in the comment section. Tingo, uh, my boy, Junie Bug. My other mother, Mama Nell. Bam. Uh, Big heart. Join us, you guys. Um, Join us on the replay. Leave a comment. You guys know what the biz is. Like, share, subscribe. If you're on the Facebook side of the game, jump over on the YouTube side of the game and give us a sub. Y'all know we're trying to get to that thousand subs still. Right now, we're trying to get to the 100 subs. 100 subs, right. We run away. Somebody needs to go over there and get that to us. (laughs) Somebody go over there and click that red. All right, just run that header up right quick. Quit playing with us like that. Yay! Uh, In any event, uh, thanks again for joining us uh, for another Piranha Pond streamcast live at 5 slash 7 central or whenever we get to it. (laughs) We have been that, and now we are. (laughs) 